I'm Ryan. Um, I'm Christian. <laughs> and welcome to the question at hand. The least specific podcast. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the question at hand. And before we get started today, uh, I do have an announcement. And I'll probably make another one that like sits in front of the next couple episodes before we record this. But the first Tuesday of March, I think it's March 2nd, uh, we are going to be doing a call-in show about weird dreams. We're doing Ever Had a Weird Dream? Enough. Part three. So okay. Okay. we had Steven on last week. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode because it's insane. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so he's actually, if you listened, he has one dream that he has yet to tell. So I would assume he will probably be back for ever had a weird dream part three, as well as I know we have a few other people that will definitely come on, but we are taking phone calls that entire night. Uh, you yes. can either call us at 903-541-9221, or you can join our discord and we'll have like a waiting room. That's like yes, dreams that's waiting room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just join there and then yeah, we'll drag you in and you can tell us whatever crazy dream that you've had. Against so, your will. Yeah. Was against your will. <laughs> we only want willing dream stories. Or but, uh, if you're not willing and you're just like, screw it. Yeah. Let me tell my dreams to everyone. <laughs> uh, dude, like that would be awesome. Well, you just can't wait to hear what yeah, everybody has. Dreams are so much fun to listen to. And they make such I, great I, podcast now episodes. And then, I need to keep a piece of paper or something by my bed and write down. Start your dream journal statistically, now. Statistically, I have to have a dream between <laughs> now and then. Yeah. But I need to have like the diligence and like thought beforehand to write it down. I feel like if I started a dream journal tonight, I would have like 15 pages by the time that we actually record this episode. That's crazy. I dream like every night, man. Sometimes several times. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night from a dream and then have another dream after that. It's wild. What's written in the night, Puff Mama Chili? <laughs> like that where you keep yeah, waking and up. Yeah, you just keep, well, except most of the time they're not actually connected. Sometimes they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've literally had a dream, woke up, and then went back to sleep and had the same dream again. It was super weird. I've had something like that before. I yeah. guess it's like something's on your And I brain. woke up and I was like, did I have that same dream twice? But anyway, so that's happening. First Tuesday cool. of March from... Uh, probably about 7 to 9, maybe 10, depending on how many people call, uh, p.m. Central Time. And tonight, we're talking about Super Bowl commercials. And when you're listening to this, because we are a week ahead right now in recording, uh, you're going to be like, dude, this is old news. But Super Bowl commercials are fun to look at. Well, we did it last year, didn't we? We did. And yeah. I think it made a pretty good They're fun. commentary. They're fun. And Braxton did not come watch the Super Bowl with us. Right. Nor has he seen like I haven't really seen 80 any of to these. 90% of these commercials that we have lined up. And because of Steven's dream episode last week and the crazy stuff that went on in that episode, we are starting with one of the two Rocket Mortgage commercials. Okay. Called Certain is Better. We both love this place. Now what? Well, I'm pretty sure we have everything in order. Pretty sure? With Rocket, you could be certain. Not pretty sure. What's the difference? Well, let me show you. Yep. I'm 
pretty sure that's all of them. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm pretty sure this won't hurt. Yes, <laughs> pretty sure that's a figment of our imaginations. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure we could park in Joey Bosa's spot. Look in the car. That's a, that's that like spot works too. a staple. I'm pretty sure they come in peace. Let's do certain. Yeah, certain is better. When it comes to home buying, pretty sure isn't sure enough. Find the right mortgage with a local broker and Rocket Technology. When you need to be certain, Rocket can. Come on. Wasn't me. Now, I'm sure you can understand why that I decided to start with this one. Yes, because... And it, now, was that the actual girl from... Was that the ring or the grudge? Or did I don't it just know. look like her? Whatever it was, it looked like that actual character. You know I, what I mean? Like I, they yeah. got the license to use it or something. I don't know. Uh, also, were those snakes? <laughs> at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. I did not like that. Because it reminded <laughs> me of the part... The, the, the first... Four, of, of the four-part series Lonesome Dove, it ends with a dude being attacked in a river by uh, water moccasins. Okay. And the last frame of it ends with a water moccasin jumping up and biting his face. And he dies. And the snake that biting sucks. that dude's face like gave me flashbacks of that. And it's disturbing. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say that. But, uh, you know... It, I remember we're sitting there watching the Super Bowl and that came on and he's like, I'm pretty sure that's a figment of our imagination. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Steven literally just talked about these things the other day. And it looks like, I don't know, it, I haven't, I don't watch horror movies. I'm sure I've said this on the podcast like right. a thousand times now. They freak me out and I don't like jump scares and I'm just not a fan. Uh, but I saw that and it was like, no freaking way. <laughs> Like they put Steven's dream in a commercial. Yeah. Which that's, that's not exactly a banshee, but that's essentially no, but what I would think it would look yes. like. So yeah. And then the second one, I think rocket mortgage had some of the best commercials, like most memorable in my opinion, not because just of that one, but they're hilarious. Like what they did with their now, pretty sure certain is better. Like play right. on it's, stuff. It's a good concept. It's kind of basic, it's but it's really it's good. good. Yeah. Now let, let me ask you this before we continue on. Well, I guess we can talk about it at the end. But I did see someone's comments on the commercials overall, and there were a lot. They thought that overall it was kind of like lackluster in comparison to previous years. Eh. Is that did y'all feel that way? I, I thought they were pretty good. I didn't think that they're which maybe it was just because uh, we were on like the local network. Cause I mean, it was like coming through CBS, but it, they kept popping up like the local network was what it was technically like the local CBS. Yes. Um, and I don't, we had a bunch of local commercials in there. So I kind of wonder if we missed out on some of them. Cause I know that there well, were at least one or two that I did not remember seeing that I put on this list. Cause right. they're great. Other people did say that though. And I think the reason why is they actually didn't sell every ad space that they usually maybe do. or yeah. at least didn't sell it in all markets, you know, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there, I know that there were at least one or two that I put on this list that I was like, I don't remember seeing that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
But the next one that we're going to watch is the other Rocket Mortgage one. Okay. And it's actually the first one that we saw that night. And it's the, the same principle. Certain is better. But it was almost like they filmed a ton of these and then we're like, let's see how we can put them together into two separate commercials. Because yeah, yeah. they, I mean, they literally follow the same plot. Can we even afford this house? I'm pretty sure we can. Pretty sure. With Rocket Mortgage, you can be certain. Not pretty sure. What's the difference? Let me show you. I'm pretty sure these aren't poisonous. Pretty sure these are parachutes. Mine has a sandwich. That's mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you do not run. I'm pretty sure you can take Batista down. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is trending. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these hornets aren't the murdering type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can make it. Let's go with certain. Good choice. When you're buying okay, that home, one was way pretty better. Sure yeah, that one's really good. Well, for some reason, with that one, the beats you can afford, hit way hand. better. So, oh, oh. my neighbor, I'll hold the dog. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I'll hold the That's dog. Good. Not again. Uh, so I actually I like this one better. The only reason I started with the other one was because of the whole yes, yeah, figment of our imagination thing. Because it tied into last week's episode, and I was like, "But the timing's pretty of the, good." The hornet's nest falling on his head, and like the the cut to a wide shot, and then immediately falling on his head. That was perfect. That was perfect comedic timing. I'm pretty, and the, there was the whole murder hornet thing. Yes, related to that. They're not yeah. the murdering type. They're not the murdering <laughs> type. Uh, so I, yeah, I thought that one was. I thought that one was pretty good. Um, do we want to? Do we want to do the first one on this list next, or do you want to save that one till the end? I'm good getting it out of the way. Okay. Does so this need any preference? There's, so it's, there's no. one commercial in particular <laughs> that is probably the most memorable from this year. And you'll see why. And I'll explain after a little bit. Is about this it like as a well. puppy monkey baby thing? Eh, no, not exactly. Because I've been disappointed in every commercial since that year. Whatever year I'll that tell was. you what. If you're not disappointed by this commercial, I will be very shocked because I think everyone on planet Earth was disappointed by this commercial. Ooh, okay, I'm, I'm ready for this. It's like milk made for humans. It's like milk made for humans. Wow, wow, no cow. No, 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 wow. I will say, I think this might be the lowest budget ad I've ever seen for a Super Bowl. And after the fact, Christian sends me a tweet. You want to pull up the tweet so we can we can talk about it? That is uh, for, it's from like the Oatly site. And it's in their like merch section. And it's a shirt that w uh, Christian will tell you what it says. But they gave them away for free after the game. Mm -hmm. There was a tweet that went viral and it says either they forced the CEO of Oatly to do that or he wanted to and neither will make me happy. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Oatly was like, oh, so you hated that too. 
we made shirts with him on it. And it says, I totally hated that Oatly commercial. And they gave them away for free. And I'm upset that Wait. I did not get one because I didn't know about this at the time. I'm okay with the substance of the commercial. It's just weird that it was some unknown CEO. Get a celebrity spokesperson. If you're going to say wow in there, get Owen Wilson to sing it. I also think, but I also think that they accomplished their mission as the most hated commercial. And I said that at the time, like while we were watching it, I was like, that was probably the worst Super Bowl commercial I've ever seen. Uh, and maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah. Because right. make, it was a- so bad that people have been talking about the Oatly commercial. Like I watched in, in getting like, making sure that I covered everything from the other night. Uh, I watched a couple of videos where they had made like top 10 lists. And at the beginning of like the very first one that's from like Mojo or something that does this every year, uh, it said, yeah, let's not even talk about the Oatly commercial. And then they went on with the video. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with it. I but, think that they accomplished okay. their well, mission. Me, me seeing the shirt changes my somewhat perspective on it. Right. Uh-huh. So I get the, because of the shirt, there were, on purpose trying to make a bad commercial. Yeah. However, my problem is, at least for my opinion, it's a mediocre commercial. I know it's low budget, but to me, it's not like I saw it and my thought was, oh, they could have done that a little bit better. Does does, does that make sense? Like they should have made it awful. And to me, that was like, eh, I mean, I know he was singing bad and I it's guess. all, it, to me, it was like that point where it's like, I saw what they were going for. I knew they were kind of making a tongue in cheek, like we're going to make a really cheap commercial, but I didn't get the message of, I hate that. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Now, on the internet, just, it becomes hate because it's a meme. You know what I mean? But to me, my thought was, oh, they're just trying to make like a crappy commercial. Yeah. I just can't imagine sitting in this writer's room where they're like, hey, let's make a bad commercial this year. Super low budget. It's 2020. And let's social distance ourselves by saying, oh, let's just stick our CEO with a piano out in the middle of an oat field yeah. with a like a, a carton of oatly milk where he sings, wow, wow, no cow. And there's like this little piano beat in the background. And yeah. whoever decided... Yeah, that's what we should do for the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, and I thought the same How thing as you when I saw job? it. I was like, I don't think it was weird to me being like the CEO. They should have got some like C-list celebrity who actually could kind of sing to do it. But I feel like people would not have hated it as much if it were a C-list celebrity. I guess. Mm-mm. Like they could definitely not have made shirts with their CEO on it that says, yeah, we hated that commercial too. Right. So I, th- I think their plan worked. But my my personal thought is if the ad was to get me to go, oh, I hated that one. It didn't, it was so middle of, it didn't quite get me there. It wasn't like good tongue in cheek, bad enough. It also wasn't bad enough. Let me preface this though. This commercial followed up that first, not the first one we watched, but the first Rocket Mortgage Mm -hmm. commercial. So you watch this really good commercial where they go back and forward. The pacing is good. They're, pretty sure and like every time for sure and then all of a sudden it cuts to black and you see the ceo of oatly in the middle of a field but we don't know he's the ceo yeah you do he's just some dude no it says oatly ceo oh yeah i did Uh did it has his name that's the first shot you see is his face i forgot about that and his name it's like tony p 
Peterson or yes. something. Oatly, CEO of Oatly. When I first and saw him, I was like, he's was sitting there from Fast and Furious. <laughs> he's sitting there and he's singing, wow, wow, no cow. And yeah. you're like, what the heck am I watching right now? Because this is the Super Bowl. And yeah. we're sitting there and we laughed about this rocket mortgage commercial. And then the CEO of Oatly shows up and he's like, hey, I have oat milk. All right. A very lackluster product that I'm going to give a lackluster commercial for. Right, right. Well, here's my other problem with it is the song was too good. <laughs> now, I'm not saying, I didn't say he sang it well, but the song of the, wow, the lyrics of wow, the song. No cow. Yeah, like it's catchy enough. Like it's fine. It's it like didn't make me go, oh my God, what an awful, you know what I mean? Humans. The puppy monkey baby thing, the way they went so weird and gross with that, they should have made it absolutely awful. To yeah. Me. Anyway, we but spent too long on me. this Oatly commercial. So, yes. I uh, think they accomplished next, exactly. What oh, I think they did for. too. I think they did too. What didn't come across though was that he was singing in an oat field. Well, I assume that. Okay. But that, but I think that yeah, way. Yeah. Other people may not. That's all. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I know there's no cow involved in this milk company now. Yes. That's all I needed to know. Or, yes. Yes. And it got there. The, the he message. also implied that cow milk is not meant for human consumption. It's not really. It's not. Was it like 70% of the people on earth are lactose intolerant? Yeah. <laughs> I am one of those. <laughs> am I going to lie and say that I don't like yogurt and ice cream and exactly. stuff besides? And it's I delicious. I like milk with well, my cereal. I don't actually drink milk. I don't even yeah. drink the cereal milk, but I do like, like, I do like cereal with milk. Yeah. So. But yeah, until... Oat yogurt companies or oat ice milk companies start Sounds making disgusting. Super Bowl commercials, then <sighs> okay. Sounds we gross. We just won't know what's out there. All right. Yeah. So next up, Doritos okay. launched a new product. I heard about this one, but I haven't seen it. This commercial might be my it's it's in my top three probably from the Super Bowl because I watched it and was like so shocked at the beginning of it that I was I just thought, wow. <laughs> wow, they actually, no they actually, yeah, wow. Okay. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Lately, I just I haven't been feeling quite like myself. Life used to feel fuller. I want to Matthew? break free. Matthew? Some days are harder than others. I want to break free. It's like I used to be on solid ground. Please welcome Matthew McConaughey. Did you drive here or did you travel by fax? I want to break free. There's got to be a way to get back. I want to break free. This time I know it's for Doritos, now in 3D. Okay. That was pretty good. I get the, I understand it, but for some reason, all put together, it doesn't really mm -hmm. quite work to me. I thought that one was great. Just the fact that they made him flat. 
well, yeah, in but, the editing well, process. That's what's so weird. Insane. Is, yeah, he looks but good. As I the didn't flat realize thing. that he was flat at the beginning because he's sitting there and he's facing the camera and he looks normal. And then he gets up and you're like, oh, he's literally flat. Yeah. But the scene where they throw the football to him and he launches backwards yes. like he got rocketed up to the moon. And then the joke that is it Jimmy Kimmel, is that who these? Did you get? He, did you get to come here on a fax machine? Like that joke was funny to me. Yeah. The problem is though, I wonder how many people even got that. Eh, I'm sure most people, most got, people that. Probably got that. <laughs> most people watching the Super Bowl, yes, statistically yeah. probably. But yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I like that. That's one of those weird ones though, to be where it's like, I get the concept. I like the way he looked in 3D. I love McConaughey. The Doritos 3D, I understand it. Yeah. But for some reason, I kind of want to try that now. Eh. This, I will say, I don't know why. Normally, after a Super Bowl, when I see some of these commercials about products, I'm like, eh, you know, it doesn't make me want to no, try. No it. Super Bowl commercial has ever made but me buy or Doritos be in a 3D, and then when we're watching it, a little yeah. bit that's a Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, I was like, oh, that actually sounds kind of good. Um, so next up, uh, it's the M and M's commercial. And this one has probably one of the funniest jokes that I heard that night. Okay. You may not think it's funny. I, I thought it was I'm funny. Willing to, I'm willing to try. But. I feel bad for kicking your seat on purpose. <laughs> I'm sorry for mansplaining. That's when a man. I know what it is. <laughs> we should have just told you it's a boy. <laughs> I wish you didn't have to hear all that. <laughs> sorry I called you Karen. That's my name. Sorry, your name is Karen. I promise I will not eat any more of your friends. Really? Okay, it might happen one more time. Okay, that was very good. In fact, that might be the most like actual topical relevant ad I've ever seen. Yeah. Whoever was in the writer's rooms for that needs to get like a slap on the back because most of the time when ads try to do like relevant social commentary. It was from like last year. Yeah. Now, technically these, most of these were from last year because you know, February, but what I mean is it's literally like something like, hello, fellow kids. You know what I mean? It's crap like that. But the, the, the stupid, ridiculous, um, baby reveal, the Karen thing, the Karen thing is the one that I was like, (laughs) mansplaining and then the explaining what mansplaining is. Yes. All of those hit, yeah. and it made me think, "Oh yeah, yeah." That, that's <laughs> honestly that that the that commercial was good. is really solid. You yeah, know what I mean, I thought the Karen joke was hilarious the first time I watched it <laughs> because she's like, "I'm sorry, I called you a Karen," and she's like, "My name it is Karen. Karen. I'm sorry, your name is Karen." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, that's genius." <laughs> Yeah, wow, that was that was oh, very good. Man. Yeah, I thought that one was great. Uh, the next one is going to be the state. Fi- uh, Christian, did you have any thing? You, do you have any commentary on that last commercial? Again, I thought it was great. Eminem's does not need to do anything to sell to people other than make us kind of laugh. Be relevant every year. Yeah, they they aren't in the position like Oatly where they're trying to make you aware of who they are. Everyone knows who Eminem's is. Yeah, so it's just trying to maintain a high reputation in households. Yeah. And so when they're a fun, family-friendly company that they see in the Super Bowl every year, M&M's is one of those valued American brands. So perfect. perfect I think that's probably will go down as one of their best ads. 
it was in, really in recent years. That was really like, good. Yeah. And I, I think that they did a good job of marketing their products as well. Yeah. Very well, cool. not yeah. even just like they gave them milk chocolate M&Ms every time. Like it was like milk chocolate, peanut, like peanut butter. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they, they showcased their different products oh. that they have. And as you well don't even as, think about it. But no. It's there. Yeah. Genius. That's the way it should be done. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is going to be the State Farm commercial with uh, our dear friend who yeah, I still don't understand why that he was replaced, Jake from State Farm, uh, and then Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, who are like two of okay. their main spokespeople, especially during football season. Uh, it's called Stand-Ins, and it's great. Okay. Hey, Rodgers, look! I'm you! <laughs> Jake from State Farm. You couldn't find a standard that looked anything like me? Have you seen mine? It's like looking in a mirror, right? Now that one makes sense. <laughs> Look guys, I don't even have a stand-in. Of course you do. Hold on, is that Drake? That's right, Drake from State Farm. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor. Like, like a, a good, good neighbor. neighbor. Stand-ins don't have lines. Oh, okay. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That crunch at the end. That was pretty good. It was great. That was uh, that was P- good. Paul Rudd just coming the in for the win of slipping oh. out of his. <laughs> well, and it's just have you seen mine? And it's Patrick Mahomes, who everyone yes. knows. And then you have Paul Rudd, and you're like, okay, they look absolutely nothing alike. And then he reaches back, and the football leaves his hand and crashes under the table. And Aaron Rodgers says, "Yeah, that's pretty accurate." <laughs> Like that's oh, funny. I didn't catch that. Yeah, that's funny. Like that was very good. That never happens, but it's just funny that. That's good. Oh man, that one's good. Uh, the next one is, I think, probably the longest one. I've seen this one. You seen this one? So this one is about. It's the General Motors commercial about talking about their electric vehicles, and they're like, "We're getting beat by Norway." Yes. Yep. Yep. And so here's where, here's Will Ferrell. I don't know what just came out of my mouth. And an ad. To me, this commercial is only good because of Will Ferrell. Did you know that Norway sells way more electric cars per capita than the U.S.? Norway. He looks like a homeless man. He does, yes. Never mind. With GM's new Ultium battery, we're gonna crush those losers. Crush them! Let's go, America. Keenan, Norway's out EVing us. Wait, wait, what's this? Oh, it's my daughter's birthday. She's really a pirate. I don't lately. care. Grab an EV, meet me in Norway. Okay, can I say goodbye to my family? Nope. All right. Can you can you dress up like that for your interview? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I've got that exact flannel too. <laughs> Not like uh-huh. Will uh-huh. uh-huh. Meet me there in an hour. Can I ride with you? No. GM's Ultium battery is made for all types of vehicles, so soon everyone can drive an EV. Oh. Why don't we all just go together? No one will. He's probably flying private. Hey, Norway, listen up, you fish-loving. <laughs> I love that. This place is adorable. Damn it. Where are you guys? We're in Finland. Where are you? I'm in Norway. Norway? You're in Sweden. Damn it. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, yeah. don't that really one's care really about good. What the it, content of the commercial is. I just love Will Ferrell. It takes you on a journey across the world, it and does. then he finally thinks. He He's also there. never loses the globe. No, throughout that entire process, also, did, not, did, the globe is still the, stuck to his arm. <laughs> it is the like the wall of his garage are like tactics and like a Swedish flag and like all like hinting that he's been sitting in his garage doing this research. No. I noticed that this mm-hmm. time. I didn't notice that this but, time. Um, but that's that's pretty funny. That commercial just makes me think, why isn't there a Will Ferrell movie every year? Even if they suck, like it's I don't know. You know what I mean? I love it. just Will Ferrell being Will like, Ferrell. Who, is, who is not on top of this? Like why are we not funding yeah. Will Ferrell? He does look like a homeless man though. He looks like a homeless man. Yeah. It was a good commercial, but my favorite part was that it ended just with the tagline, we're coming Norway. Yeah. It's a good concept. I mean, it, it's funny. The best part, the, the, I, I really want to start saying that now. Listen up, you fish loving. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> this place is cute. <laughs> yeah. That made me really laugh. Oh, man. Okay. So this next one, I don't even actually remember seeing. I saw it on YouTube first. As like an a, literally an ad for yeah. a video, uh, but it's relevant with everything that happened for the Super Bowl this year. So, Bronk, what up, TB? What do you think my next move should be? Give it to me straight. Maybe it's just time I hang him up. I got one word for you: retirement. If you retire now, you're gonna be walking on soft sand in a week. Just come to Florida and feel the wind in your hair. Retirement is like winning another one. Maybe I'll even join you. On the Spotty Network, this is what Tom heard. If you retire now, you're soft and weak. Just come to Florida and win another one. Maybe I'll even join you. Just go win another one. Like it's that easy, Kronk. Maybe it is. I still feel like I have a lot to accomplish. My goal is to win one more. And Gronk's coming with me. I'm retired from retiring? Mom! Where are my football pants? Don't trust big decisions to just any network. Go with T-Mobile, the go in 5G. Okay. No, no. T-Mobile is the leader in 5G. Commercials aren't allowed to use GOAT. That is a hello, fellow kids. They only did it because it's Brady. I know, but it's still, it makes me literally go, my other question is, does anyone actually, and if, if they wanted to sponsor the podcast and pay for our phone plans, I would be all we would still talk that. crap about them. But who actually uses T-Mobile? People who live in cities. Do they really? I would assume. I don't know. Hmm? Nobody around here uses it because it has no service. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I've never met anybody that actually uses T-Mobile. Most people use Verizon. And people that have AT&T are like, I never have any service. And I'm like, yeah, you only have service in like the weirdest places. Yeah. Welcome to AT&T. But uh, that one was good. That one was, you know, that was clever. It's pretty um, good. And they had, they had, I know that was not the only one. Meta, which is cool. You know? That was not the only one that they had. And they all, they all literally followed the same concept that was like, this is what he heard with Spotty Service. Yes. But I was like, okay, just the fact that he's the like, reason I'm going to retire. And <laughs> Gronk's like, dude, just come retire in Florida with me. We could play golf. You'll be and, walking on soft sand. Yeah. But it translates to, <laughs> you <you're> soft. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. Just come to Florida and win another one. 
Heck, I'll even join you. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, so the next one is uh, for a brand that I've been actually wanting to try for a while, and I would love for them to sponsor the podcast. Oh, wait. Uh, are these the ones that have way too many YouTube ads? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't there, uh, I immediately don't like it. Wasn't there another T-Mobile one? Yeah. That's what, uh, there were a couple. Okay. But they all followed that same concept. Okay. But I just, like, I just remember for the, the Super one. Bowl, I was like, oh, yeah, this one's actually... That was really about the voice. What voice? The show with the voice. But it was related to T-Mobile? Oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It, had a, yeah. it was about a date. Here, mm-hmm. we can... I'll find it. Blind date. Hey, Adam. When's Stefani? What's happening? I think I'm ready to start dating again. What are you looking for? I'm sick of LA guys. I want someone completely different, maybe from another country, and someone cultured and sensitive and who is not threatened by a strong, confident woman. On a spotty network, this is what Adam heard. I'm sick of LA guys. I want someone completely country, uncultured, and threatened by a strong, confident woman. It's not wings or nachos. It's wings and nachos. Hey, send my onion rings down here. I have your guy. Gwen? Blake? Um, oh my God, hilarious, right? I mean, no. What do you mean? Are you wearing spurs? Did you ride a horse here? Yeah. Don't trust your love life to just like any that. network. <laughs> T-Mobile Why? has more number ones in 5G than any other network. You need to ride home? T-Mobile is the... Why don't you like that one? Because it's making fun of country music, and of which Blake Shelton is, should not be a part. <laughs> I just don't what? like Blake Shelton. What is that? Okay, I don't know what that has anything to do with. It's called cultural making appropriation. Making fun of country music. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not really that bothered by it. It's a pretty good commercial. It and pretty, it's funny because it they, good. you know, in real life, aren't they like together or something? I don't know about that. No, I don't know about that. I don't know anything I thought about I heard either that. person. If they're not dating, you not hear that on the question hand. I just know they're judges on <laughs> I the thought they, I thought that's why they would do the commercial because that's why it's funny. I don't think so. Or they just, Look it up. <laughs> no, they're just competing judges on that show. Well, I know that. Anyway, so the next one is about soap and not just any soap, but Dr. Squatch. <laughs> Your soap is ugh, and your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish, you're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things, open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. That's it. But yes, Dr. Squatch does have lots of ads on YouTube, like all the time. Yeah, that almost, it's, it's one of those to where they almost have too many ads. Yeah. And it's where I almost don't like them. And I know it's probably just a commercial, but every time that I watch one of those ads and the guy's got like a bar of soap and it's like lathered up all over him, I'm <laughs> like, that soap looks incredible. I need some of that. I'd be willing to <laughs> Which try Which is it. the whole point of what they're trying to come across. Yes. But I definitely want to try some. Because that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't like good soap? Yeah. I mean, you use it every day, you know? Yeah, exactly. Also, uh, what you got? Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are in a relationship and they're planning on getting married. Wow. 
Did you look that up? Yeah. No clue. I had no clue. No, no clue. Did Whoa. not know about that. Makes sense. Uh, so the next one. Okay. You probably you know seen. I saw this one because, um, well, you can a, guess why. It's a Cheetos commercial. I think it was in Ashton my... Kutcher and Mila Kunis. It was in my recommended. Uh, of course it was. Because of, not because of the and, student, uh, the other person. They did a parody. Did you steal my Cheetos again? Just tell him it wasn't you. But I caught you at the counter. Wasn't me. Saw you snacking on the sofa. Wasn't me. You even had him in the shower. It wasn't me. I even caught you on camera. Says to your snacks, don't talk surprised that you sleep behind your back. You gotta keep tabs before she emptied up bag. Let's review the situation. Orange fingers, red flag to keep you on stash. You gotta hide it better. If she asks where they are, you say forget her. Never admit to a word, and please don't upset her. And if she keep on snacking, I guess you let her. Well, did you? Wasn't me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's the first time that's ever worked. New Cheetos Crunch Pop Mix. Okay, I like that one a lot. Here's my problem with it. I don't like that it's Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Who I like. Why? Because they don't sing it right. They sing bad. That, I, I wish it was instead... This is the case of having way too many celebrities. The star of that commercial should have been Shaggy. It should have just been two actors. Yeah, but two random actors doesn't... So the whole point is this ending piece, in my opinion anyway, where Shaggy's like, well, that's the first time that's ever worked. Yes. It's because they are married and Ashton Kutcher is the kind of guy I get that would be like, uh, eh, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I wish it was not them. And it sucks because I, I like them. But they were not good in this commercial. Ashton Kutcher can't sing. Or at least someone didn't give him enough direction to be able to like... I thought it was fine. No. Okay, what are you shaking your head for? Oh, I wasn't shaking my head. Yes. Do you agree or not agree no, with I'm what I'm saying? I'm this. <laughs> I agree. Um, I think Shaggy should have been the star. Partially, but I was fine with him being in it. I think it would have been okay if they got someone else who could... Sing. Sing. But it was also kind of funny just being like, oh, okay, he can't sing. Uh, yes. Again, it's it's one of those things where it's mediocre. He's not yeah. awful, so it's not funny because he's awful, but he's not great at it. So it ends up with me being like, okay, what are they going for here? Mm -hmm. That's not my... Anyway, I don't have a problem with the commercial and them being in it. But uh, So the next one on the list is not actually commercial, but right before they would <laughs> cut back every now and then, like in between commercials... It would look like they're cutting back, but it it's to a shot of the stadium, like with lights on and everything. And behind it, like, I don't know how many ads that Paramount had in for Paramount Plus, apparently, which is coming in March. Uh, is CBS and Paramount like in the same company? Every commercial break that there was some kind of Paramount Plus thing. So it would randomly cut back to the stadium and I didn't even catch it the first time. Christian did. But it would cut back to the stadium, and behind it is the Paramount Mountain. Like, 
horribly. And I, I mean, it didn't look that bad, but it was like it's s- like imposed, clearly like, out of place because they're in Tampa Bay, and you're like, what? And uh, they cut back, and the announcers who was on there was it like it was Romo and it was Romo and Jim Nance, the same two announcers from the game. Yeah, so the same same two announcers, Romo and Jim Nance, and they would cut back and they would say. I don't remember. <laughs> they would be like, wow, what a beautiful night. That mountain is so pretty in the oh. background. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was just some like random thing like that. But it's obviously because it, I mean, because they had put so many commercials in, it's obviously the Paramount Mountain and yes. it's obviously out of place. And every time it would cut back to it, you're like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. actually did that. <laughs> yeah. that. That's pretty, that's pretty clever though. It's pretty good. And it would, I mean, it was like, Three seconds sometimes. Like, it was super yeah. short. Yeah. It was incredibly but, funny. But that's the reason why CBS and Viacom, which owns Paramount, Nickelodeon, all that stuff, merged last year. Or merged mm-hmm. in 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, Either they're way, big, they had big push for Paramount lots of commercials in there, man. Yeah. It was a ton. A whole, like a whole ton. <coughs> I don't know what I just, I think I just read this above. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so the next commercial is uh, the Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade commercial. And they took a parody of just like 2020 as a whole. Okay. And it's it's pretty good. Which is a dangerous... When did Bud Light Seltzer start making lemonade? Probably when 2020 handed us all those lemons. 2020 was a lemon of a year. Well, you know what they say when life gives you we lemons. We know the saying, Mark. New Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Packed with lemonade flavor after a lemon of a year. That's pretty good. Because they were able to kind of make fun of the year without exactly talking about what happened by... Also, the sound design of all of those lemons was good. hitting the ground is awesome. It was really good. I just noticed that now. I was like, that actually... Like, they took time to record themselves throwing lemons at the ground hard enough that they would splat and then stack them on top of each other like it was hailing. It really sounded like, well, what it would sound like if millions of lemons came raining down. If it started raining lemons. I was like, wow, that's actually insane. Uh, But yeah, no, I thought that commercial was good. Because, I mean, they're talking about Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade, which if it's anything like the Truly Lemonade ones, I would assume it would probably be good. The flavor lineup looked pretty good. It was strawberry, black cherry, peach, and like lemon. Is it lemon lemonade? Yeah, which I think are the same. The, no, the, they're, they're the same flavors different. as the regular seltzer. Uh, one of the regular seltzers is mango. It's like lime, strawberry, black cherry, and right mango. But I guess I they're they're taking it. It's more of a well, you know, lemonade. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, I don't drink that much. Don't get your 
I don't know. Drill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not big on seltzers. <laughs> uh, They're weird. I tried like a couple of them. I think I've literally bought like one case and I think I drank like three of them. So that's where I'm at on the whole yep. seltzer thing. Uh, but the next one is another Bud Light commercial. And this one, I actually was kind of like, eh, it's whatever. But it is a cool concept. And it is the Bud Light Legends commercial. Where's the Bud Light? It's missing. What a mess. Post Malone? Cedric. Medieval people. Johnny. Dr. Galagos? Yes, I am. Still got those moves? You know it. All right, Bud Light legends. Let's do this. That's Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> My bad. I sing a real man of genius singer. That's kind of all I do. Go on, guys. Keep real it going. Real man of genius guy. I'm going up. Not Wilhelm, but sort of Wilhelm scream. Yeah, he's not gonna make it. I loved you, man. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Oh, we got lights back. Nice. The Bud Light Legend saved the day. Party's in my portal. Yeah, so that one they all kind of walk out of portals, and it's which everybody that's straight been, out of you know, it's straight out of end game. Yeah. The only problem is there were no frogs, which was really cool. Like I, when I first saw it, I was like, "That's a cool concept that they literally stole from end game." Yeah, and then all of these like previous Bud Light commercial guys characters yes. come out, and you're like, "What is going on?" Yeah. And then they high five the Bud Knight. Who just who flies off of an overpass? He, yeah, and they're like, "Well, he's not going to make it." <laughs> so can, canonically, in the commercials, is he now dead? I, I would the, assume the, so. <laughs> I don't know because you never know. I mean, he did pick up an entire trailer of Bud Light and by himself, so surely he can survive some kind of fall like yeah, that. Yeah, you'd think so. He, he has some sort of superhero like. But powers. I thought that was interesting. I was like, they decided uh, that, to like kill him one. off, which didn't last year. We had Baby Nut. Yes. When and Mr. That, Peanut died beforehand, and then they uh, revealed that he was reborn at the Super Bowl or something. Yes. Uh, so who knows? We may get baby Bud Knight next. Right. <laughs> but I don't know that they would be able to do that because of the whole legal drinking age thing. Uh, I don't know. I feel right. like that would be a slippery slope for him there. Uh, but the ne- the next uh, one... Let me, let me say, though, I'm so got? glad that they brought the real mean of genius guy because I'm still convinced those were the best set of commercials that have ever been made. If you're familiar with them, right? They used to be on the radio. No. But it was that singer guy. But it was set up the concept like Bud Light presents real men of genius. And then it would be some random like, I don't even remember. It was tons of stupid stuff. The idea is that... One of them was like Mr. Rolling Cooler Cooler Roller Guy. Yeah. Like the guy who 
and but it's the dude with the super soulful voice singing these ridiculous lines. Yeah. And um I don't know. They're just awesome commercials. And they made literally like fifty of them. Yeah. Which is fun. So I like that he was there. Yeah. Uh so the next one is actually a uh, Procter and Gamble commercial, but it's mostly focused on Tide. And uh let's say Procter and Gamble, what is this, the nineteen fifties? Yeah. Hey. You have to wash Jason Alexander hoodie. That looks clean to me. Is it though? Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm a bond. Off the window. You owe Jason Alexander Hoodie an apology. Hey, that's my face. You can't just wear my face. My mom told me to say I'm sorry. Give me back my face. So yeah. Okay. Cool concept for it, but I feel like we're, you may disagree. I feel like we're reaching a point with the celebrity thing where they're just like, this makes people like our ads, right? Get this guy. Like they're literally don't know what to do. So they just get a celebrity, which is why Oatly used their CEO that no one knows. Maybe, yeah, maybe (laughs) they're on a, they're, they're on a whole other (laughs) level of genius. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you give away free merch that says Oatly on it after. They're, they're on another level. I'm telling you, man. Genius. But yeah, it's not that I don't like the celebrities, but it really seems like now that the ad people are like, all right, who are we getting? And then they make the commercial, but that doesn't, mean the commercial is going to be good. It just means they're going to spend more money. The many faces of Jason Alexander on a hoodie. The faces changing was funny. That was good. Yeah. But I don't know. And, you know, I feel like the ad could have ended at that last, like, overlay where they're like, it's dirtier than it looks. And been fine. But with him walking across the street and then Jason Alexander starts yelling at him, I was kind of like... And and what he yells isn't really that funny. No, I was like, I don't understand why. It's you know what would have been funnier. In there. It's oh, I bet you know what their original idea was. I guarantee you, <laughs> a Larry David hoodie. But Larry David probably isn't interested in doing ads. But Jason Alexander, who essentially played the same character on Seinfeld, they got him to do it because it would be way funnier to see Larry David in a car going, "Hey, that's my face." Yeah. I don't know. I. I thought that one, I just thought it ended strange. Yeah. It didn't end on the right. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the next one is from Amazon. It's uh, about Alexa's body. It's just flawless, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I literally couldn't imagine a more beautiful vessel for Alexa to be inside. Alexa. How many tablespoons are in a cup? There are 16 tablespoons in a cup. Babe, food just got here. Why are you cooking? Who's that? Alexa, turn on the sprinklers. Honey, I already ran the sprinklers. Things are getting way too wet around here. Alexa, dim the lights. 
Alexa, lights up! Alexa, lights up! Add bath oil to my shopping list. Alexa, no, don't do that. Read my audiobook. I was in his hands. I was being changed. also kissing him. Honey, other people have to use the bathroom around here too. Okay, I didn't like that at all for several reasons. Why? Number one, I don't like the blue eyes. That makes him look like a robot. Well, that's the whole point though. I know, but the I don't know. I don't like the blue eyes. It makes him look very creepy and like sci-fi. Yes, but if, if he didn't have the blue eyes, it wouldn't come across as her asking Alexa something yes, and I, it I working. Get, I understand why, but I still, it's weird. Yeah. What did you I think guess. about it, Christian? It's just funny that they wrote her husband in the commercial into like every scene that's like, no, right, that was Alexa, funny. stop doing that. Like the one where he takes off the shirt to dim the lights and lays it on top of the lamp. He's like, no, lights on, lights on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they could have cut their budget in half and ads fit in half and made that 30 seconds. It, to yeah, where she was just in the store and said, I wonder, like, there, I couldn't imagine a better body for Alexa to be in. And it was just one of those scenes. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Less it maybe being more it didn't have to in be a way. Five to six of those. Yeah. Here's my other thing with it is the double standard. Imagine if that was a woman instead of Michael B. Jordan and it was a man thinking what Alexa's body could be in. Yeah. They couldn't make that commercial. No. If it's a man, they can. Which is messed up. Which is which is messed up. I'm not necessarily offended by it, but I'm bringing up that absolute fact, which is a double standard. Yeah. Women would be like crazy pissed about that. Right. It's just weird. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. And I'm sure some woman that's listening to this would be like, oh, I wouldn't care. But you know that there would be a public outcry from... Well, it's, it's women of America. That's like, oh, you're just sexualizing women. Well, and it's like, the, what are you doing to Michael B. Jordan right there? <laughs> right, yeah, that's where the whole double. They are in a bathtub at the end, <laughs> right? You know, but uh, yeah, it's weird. I thought that one was a, it was it was strange, but it was funny. Yeah, to me, I don't know. To me, the funnier commercial would have have been somehow it's that of thinking, oh, what is the ideal person? And you think of someone like Michael B. Jordan and it is for a second, but then for some reason, like when you're having a, like a person with a bad trip or like a dream turns into a nightmare, it changes into somebody like Gary Busey. Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, look at this wacky, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so this next one is the Uber Eats Eat Local, and I feel like you will really like this one. I, I saw this one. This local access thoughts. message is brought to you by Uber Eats. Hey everyone, welcome to Waynesboro. Party on Wayne. Party on Garth. As a local access show, we want everyone to support local restaurants. But we'd never manipulate you the way all these other commercials do. <laughs> Yeah, that's really sad. Totally. We're better than that. Yeah, we'd never shamelessly rely on a celebrity cameo. Right, Cardi B? Yeah, eat local. <laughs> or jump on the latest trend. Eat local. 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 
All right. Local needs, Queens World, Yummy Town, excellent. Okay, I want to know your thoughts on it. I, did, I never I watched. Like it. I never watched Wayne's World. I, I did like it because I like Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. But the number one thing I thought when I saw it was, my God, they got old. They just look bad. <laughs> like they did a thing on SNL like maybe four or five years ago where they did that and yeah. they looked like way better. But in this commercial, for some reason, they just look old. I thought Will Ferrell looked really old in his commercial too. Yeah. Like you said, he looked like a homeless man. But it may be because of the... He also he loves his I mean, hair going insane. <laughs> his hair and the beard, but they're both super gray. And I just yes. thought it made him look really old. Yeah. But uh, but I, the concept of commercial is good, and the whole thing of we'd never do this. Yeah, the reason why that we'd never also, rely on a celebrity appearance, which, which is also is funny. Like how every other exactly Super Bowl commercial. If it is. wasn't that way, I wouldn't like it. But it really becomes the meta commentary, so it is. It's it's very funny. Yeah, well, and it's just funny because like they themselves are are doing celebrities it. and are yes. doing the commercial exactly, and then they bring in Cardi B. As their celebrity right. guest. Yeah. But so, the, the, the whole thing of like, we're not going to do this. And like, then it's immediately commercialized in the Wayne's world movie. There's a part, which is again, meta commentary of the movie of where it's like, we're not going to take like, you know, people's money just to do shameless ads. Mm-hmm. And then they're eating like a giant steamy pizza hut pizza. That's obviously says pizza hut. And then they're like drinking a giant deal of Pepsi. That's obviously Pepsi. And then it cuts back to Garth and he's got on like these brand new Reeboks and he's tying the shoes and he's like, yeah, we would never do that. And it's all obviously, basically in those like two minutes, they put all the product placement of the movie that somebody paid for Mm -hmm. while like roasting it. So I I, I like that one though. Okay, so this next one, I want to know what you think about because when I first saw this, uh, this is not the company that I would have thought this commercial was for. This is how you become the best. Which can be a good and bad thing. <laughs> Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you got a hand tough to make it. You're the best around. Mother's gonna Don't get mad. Get E-Trade and take charge of your finances today. When that first came on, I was like, oh, this is a neat commercial. And then at the end, you know, it's about this kid. He's working out, right? He's trying to get strong because he watches his motivational thing. That's like, this is how you be the best. So he starts working out and he's like super weak at the time, which he's a kid. He's not supposed to be super strong, right. but like he's lifting two paint cans. It looks like an episode of SpongeBob. I know. I thought that too with the and two teddy bears. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> at the end he looks in the mirror and he's like flexing and he like points at himself or gives a thumb up, thumbs up or something. And then it's like, this is the year you finally get in shape financially at least. And it's an E-Trade commercial. And I was like, yeah. E-Trade? <laughs> yeah. I was not, that is when, cause I mean, I, at that point I did not know who it was for cause this is during the Super Bowl, but I was like, I did not expect that to be an E-Trade commercial. I thought it would be for uh, yeah, something, something like a workout brand or something like, I don't know, Gymshark. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. 
It was interesting. It was not where I thought that was going. No. But uh, the next one is the DoorDash commercial. We're closing down. We got two left, and this one. I will uh, say this though: you don't. It wasn't there someone from Robin Hood or something. Yes. Okay. I'm not watching that one. I haven't seen that one. I'm never not. I didn't know what it was about. I'm sure it was stupid and offensive. I mean, it was basically like. We're, we're sorry we committed illegal no, acts. It, it wasn't even that. It was like <laughs> we're here for our community users, whatever. So it's right. it's like we're yeah, here for the hedge fund managers. We're saying the opposite of what we do. Yes, which is hilarious. Yeah, they should have just anyway. laid low. Oh, this is you got a delivery, Duffy. Yeah, Big Bird. You can get all sorts of things delivered from the neighborhood. <laughs> the neighborhood. All from the people in your neighborhood. The people that you meet when you're walking down the street. They're the master chef. The burger flipper. The corner store owner bag and low-fat milk with gum and pink shampoo. They're the culinary artist with delicious cuisines. The famous cookie shop in the magazine. All that? Well, you can also get empanadas down the street. Mango smoothie, sweet and tart. For the big shouts to the mom and pops, they can bring it to me on the cart. They're the people that you meet each day. Get more from your neighborhood, from convenience to corner stores. DoorDash. I'm all right. And for every order, we'll donate $1 to Sesame Workshop. That was good. I thought that was good. They actually musical, found somebody who could sing and rap, though. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was pleasant. I don't very know who pleasant. that is. Do you know who that was that actually sang and rapped that? He looks familiar. And his voice sounds really familiar. And he's good. But I don't know who he is. But I don't know I feel bad is. for not knowing who he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those were like, I know you, but... Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out. Yeah. I, I, we're probably going to be like, oh, is that good? David Diggs? Is who is he's yeah. an, he's a, a Grammy and Tony Award winning actor slash rapper. Never heard of him. I have no idea what he sings, but he is very good. I will say that. Does he go by a different name? David Diggs. No, that's his name. But um, I feel like I need to go listen to his music. He's good. Oh, he was in Hamilton. He's uh, he's the dude Hamilton. in Hamilton. I haven't watched Hamilton, but I think he's. Well, I don't want to say it. he's George. He plays George Washington in Hamilton. Okay, that's where I know him from. Gotcha. He's pretty good. I thought it was really good. Uh, so the last one, and this is what Mojo ranked as number one. I don't know that I would say this is my number one ad for the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. It is a really good ad, and uh, it's the Scissor Hands Cadillac, like EV electric vehicle commercial. This is the story of a boy with scissors for hands. No, not that one. Edgar, you're going to be late. This one. My son, Edgar. Hi, sweetie. Next up, Lancer Street. How magnets of opposite poles can actually... Yo, Edgar! touch a lot of people. Wait, is that a famous actor? Hey, buddy. Is that Timothy Chalamet? Stick with the menu. What? That means 
Und for the Cadillac Lyric, which is their new EV that drives itself, which is kind of the key point there at the end, I think. Yes. So, what do you think? There's so much to unpack with that. So, is this commercial part of the Edward Scissorhands canon? I have no idea. Because is that his son? Why would his son also have Scissorhands? His name's Edgar. As opposed to Edward. Yes. But wasn't Winona Ryder in the original movie and was like the love interest or am I mixing that up? Even if she wasn't, it's almost like it. it's like that's their kid but for some reason he also has scissors for hands. But the fact that it's also Timothy Chalamet like that's weird that they got him to do that commercial because I would for me he would be like an actor who'd be like no I'm not going to do a commercial where I play Edward Scissorhands but he does. Edgar Scissorhands. Edgar, excuse me. (laughs) Junior. But like and then the fact that he's in VR, that made me genuinely laugh just because, I don't know, picturing Edward Scissorhands in VR is, is funny, even though it's Edgar. Um, but no, I thought that was a good commercial, but it just makes me think like there's so much of a budget there. It's like, why don't they just make Edward Scissorhands too instead of a car commercial? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was invested. I don't know, man. Probably okay. because... Cadillac is paying for it. No, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> but I thought it was good. Uh, I don't know that that is, you know, my favorite commercial. Uh, right, but. right. So, what is your favorite one? Um, I I still like the, the Rocket top Mortgage three. ones. The Rocket Mortgage, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rocket Mortgage one's really good. I like the M and M's one. Um, and then uh. I don't know, man. Uh, I kind of like the the Will Ferrell one. I also like the Oatly one, surprisingly. Just because it's been stuck in my head all day. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. No girl. No girl. What about you, Christian? What's your, uh, what's your lineup? Favorite? Um, winning pretty easily, actually, was the T-Mobile with Brady and Gronk. Mm. It's good. Just because... Not only did they accomplish what they wanted to do with the ad, and it was short, but both of those guys were playing in the game. Yes. Yep. So it had it worked really it well. Had, it, it was, if not the most relevant. Yes. Um. Other than that, nothing really stood out. I like the Rocket Mortgage. Um. And again, it was, it was kind of like a, a year. Yeah. It's hard to explain because it's like none of them are... The like brands that needed to stay bad. relevant and wanted to stay relevant did. Yeah. But it's it's like... It the, just seemed a little bit lackluster overall. 
Yeah, the but agencies they chose. It was chose, a weird year anyway, so you can't, you know, yeah. you can't blame them. The agencies they chose didn't go above and beyond, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think that's the problem with a lot of these is as, like, we go on more and more, like, it, which is, I don't know, everything seems to get way more just middle of the road, like, because... They're trying to impress people and be good, but they don't want to offend anyone and they don't want to, but they want to stand out. But so it ends up just being like a glass of lukewarm water. Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to anything worse or better than that. But I don't know, my favorite, I think, is the M&M's one. Number, it's good. Yeah. Number two is the, the, the Cheetos shaggy one. I also really like the McConaughey one. For the Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like him standing up and when like, I watched it the first time it was like, oh, he's flat. <laughs> I did not realize at that time that it was a Doritos commercial. I was like, oh, he's flat. Yeah. And then he was flat for almost the entire thing, uh, which I thought was interesting. So. And, oh, and I, I also like, like the one. Will Ferrell one just because it's him. And again, like, why aren't he and John C. Riley in a movie every year? And you could yeah. say that the Holmes and Watson could pop up, but yes, yeah, statistically though, they're going to win more than they lose. It's yeah. also like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson should do a movie every year. They why should. are they not doing it? Yeah, they probably, you know, have other stuff that they're doing. Yeah, about. I guess. But think about me. No. <laughs> <laughs> think about the fans. But no, I like. Do the, you know how much more money you could make? <laughs> but I, it was, you know, it was good overall for an, an odd year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for like the odd year that 2020 was, uh, the Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade one kind of captures that the best. Mm-hmm. Um. But. Eh. I thought it was, it was a decent year. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure next year we'll look back on this one. Maybe there'll be better ones and we're like, oh yeah, last year's commercials were terrible. Right. But they were pretty good. The only one, you know. Yeah. Will probably be made fun of again next year at some point. Yes. Yeah. What if they come back and it's like the most expensive commercial ever made? <laughs> that would be genius. <laughs> oh, they oh, like man. recreate. They recreate that thing, but it's like a fully produced song in like, they do the halftime show. <laughs> it's the CEO. The CEO. That's the, oh, that's the, that's how you I win. was thinking that they like CGI Freddie Mercury and <laughs> yeah, have Queen play it or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, they get all the holograms together. They have hologram Freddie Murphy, hologram Michael Jackson, and they all, you know, well. do what they do. <laughs> Wow, no go. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Super Bowl commercials, man. Yeah. They're- it's also interesting because it's also like, I don't know. We all have opinions about it, but to me, it's interesting because it's like this, talking about like the ad agencies and stuff, like think how many like hands some of this stuff went through and it was like approved. Like the Alexa's body thing. Like, did someone never be like, guys, this is kind of weird, isn't it? <laughs> but then some ad guy would be like, no, that's the point. And you're like, okay, I guess you know better than me. And this then it comes kinda, out and it's seen by literally- This kind of weird, right? Everyone in the country, like, 
I, you know, I roast them yeah. for taking the middle of the road thing. Well, but at the same time, like there's so much stakes, like if they do something. Like, yeah. And part of the, you know, part of the reason that they can get away with it. I don't know if you, if you saw this, um, let me pull it back up real quick. Uh, which one am I looking for? The Alexa one. Um, but last, was it last year? Michael B. Jordan won Sexiest it's just Man Alive. Flawless. And so Isn't she it? turns I around. So, yeah. and I mean, I literally bus, couldn't imagine a more beautiful. Yeah, what is it? The visit the bus uh, is for some movie. Oh, movie that's coming it's, up. That's it's right. Coming to Prime Video. But he, I mean, he won Sexiest Man Alive. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes so sense. it all makes they sense. They can get away with it because of that. I thought I thought the bus. I didn't realize it was an ad. I thought it said "Sexiest Man Alive" on it, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh yeah." yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's it's one of those things where like it's made so much by like committee. It's just an interesting look at like how these things get developed and then they're released upon the public, and they just say, "I hope that everyone yeah. likes this. I hope everybody like, likes know? it." <laughs> yeah, it's a big it's a big deal. You have like the the team at Amazon that like created the ad. They're like, "We liked it." Yeah, hope you do it. too. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man, I'm just All gonna right. be thinking about Will Ferrell punching a globe. Yeah, <laughs> I just Samira, thought it was funny. Fish loving. I just thought it was funny that they acted like he punched the globe, couldn't get it off, and so instead of you know using his other hand to pull the globe off, he's just like eh, whatever, and drives around and. Also, when he throws up gets, off the edge of the boat, it's on his. Yeah, <laughs> it's on his. It's literally there the entire, the entire commercial and you're like oh the globe somehow made it all the way to where's he at sweden yep sweden (laughs) wow this isn't norway (laughs) this is sweden (laughs) this is sweden uh yeah that's commercials man boom We'll see you next year for the com- next commercials. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, last weekend, Christian and I played in a disc golf tournament. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? It was good. Yeah. I tied fifth. Tied for fifth. That's cool, yeah. How many yeah. people were in? I was tied for third after the first round. There are 36 in our bracket, I think. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I was excited. And Christian won. I it, Well, and, <laughs> and the problem was, is I was in third, even par, and uh, I looked to see on like on the live scoring to see where Christian was and saw my name and I was like, Oh shoot. And I bogeyed the next two holes and that ended oh, up, no. that ended up putting me at plus two for the round. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I shouldn't have next, freaking looked. Oh, you shouldn't have looked. Oh, yeah. And in, the, in the second round I was like, I was playing, I started out plus four through the first five holes and I was like, yeah, this is not a good start. So I just looked at it the rest of the round at that point, just see where I was. Uh, but even at the end, I didn't know I was in fifth. Like I looked like as yeah. I'm after I putted on the last hole and I was like, I played that bad in the second round and still tied for fifth. Cause I thought I played horrible. Right. Yeah, just by using your own yeah. standards of thought. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool though. So Very that was nice. exciting. Yeah. But Christian, what did you, what did you think about your first disc golf tournament? Um, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> the experience I was expecting. What were you expecting? Cheering crowds. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> it was a lot more for le- a C tier. Yeah, it was a lot more lenient than I was. But it was it was much more relaxed of the environment. Right. So disc golf tournaments, from what I found, are extremely relaxed. Yeah. So I didn't get last on my card both times, which is nice. So by far, wasn't the worst person there, mm-hmm. which was nice. 
That's always pleasant. Um, <laughs> don't think I would seek these out often. Mm-hmm. Just because for me, it wasn't as enjoyable as just, you know, not having the whatever. Um, it's like leisure versus actually competing. Uh, right. It's I, a I wasn't bit very invested in actually competing or anything, but it is very taxing. We were out there for like, we were we out there a long time. Miles? So we, we played yeah. at Pioneer Park and Pioneer has, it's very hilly. It's up and down almost the entire time. Like literally hole one, you go like, I don't know, like 300 feet to a road and then it's like straight down a ravine and back up in the baskets on the other side. <laughs> so like just hole one, you're walking like down and yeah, up a it's hill. It's a hike. And basically. then it's just like kind of like that the entire course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very hilly. It's kind of a, just a taxing walk, like just mm-hmm. for one round. But instead of being 18 holes, it's also 21 holes. Um, so yeah. we played 42 holes, and I Ooh. think we I think we teed off at nine o'clock, and then we finished the first round at like 12 ish, mm-hmm. um, and then we started the second round at 1:30. And so by the time we were done, it was like four. By the time they did like awards and everything, it was like 4:30. Yeah. And then we went and ate dinner and then went and saw our friend Jacob. So nice. It was a long day. Like, uh, what time did we get back? Like 8 30? Yeah, we got back late. Yeah, it was pretty late. It was. <laughs> so, uh, I mean. It also didn't help that I was texting you every five minutes saying I wanted Chick fil A. Yeah, the whole, the whole first round. So, right before we tee off, he sends me this tweet and he texts me and says, I just sent you a tweet. So, I look at it and I'm like, um, what? You're messed up. And so, what was it? I, I will just show you because I can't talk about I can't explain what it is on the podcast. It's yeah, like, I just wanted to see if I could get into his head before the right. It worked. You were, you were doing until he checked his phone again. <laughs> It worked in the beginning. Yeah. How did it work in the beginning? Because you're doing really well. Oh, wait, wait. You were psyching him out with a weird tweet to make him do well. Huh? Oh, I see. The yeah. reverse, reverse, because it's reverse like, play. It's like this image is so shocking. You immediately, it clears your brain out of anything else. It clears else. your brain. Oh. So I also think that part of the reason that I played well in the first round, um, one, I was, I was more fresh than I was in the second round, but I also... Well, I had a guy that was on my card that had like a, a speaker that it was tied onto his cart because he has like a pull cart. And uh, so it like s- kind of softly played music the entire round. And then nobody had a speaker anywhere remotely around me in the second round. And so it was just like dead quiet other than us talking to each other. Uh, and I like, I, I didn't even really realize that there was music going on in the first round uh, just because... I feel like I've gotten to kind of where I, when I go play by myself, I listen to whatever, like a podcast or music or whatever. Um, but yeah, I know. I legitimately think that I played better in the first round because there was music. Music soothes the savage beast. Yeah. Well, by I played, that I mean the, I played the good until player. I looked and saw I was in third place at even par. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm playing. You see, as I'm soon as you looked good. at that, you should have sent another tweet and then it would have cleared <laughs> him again too. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, no, I had a, I had a great time. Uh, but yeah, when I started out plus four through five in the second round, I was like, this is not good. Cause I was only three shots off the lead at that point. Like I had a good chance of winning it or being in second. If I just played halfway decent in the second round, but yeah, that's good though. I couldn't, really hit, good. I couldn't throw 
hit a line that I was trying to hit at all. But it was fun. I had a good time. I hope Christian had a good time. So anyway, he sends me this tweet. Uh-huh. And then, like, I don't know, six holes in, I'm like, how you doing? And he's like, uh, not great. <laughs> like the entire second round, he's like, I started off well. Send me your energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but I don't know. We were probably like nine, ten holes in, and I'm like, uh, "How's it going?" He's like, "Dude, I'm hungry. I want Chick Fil A." And then he, I get a text from him a few minutes later that's like, "Thinking about Chick Fil A is making me play better." Uh, <laughs> driving you? Yeah, it's like when you get a donkey or whatever, and you hang a carrot out in front. It's, it's you. It kept me going. It's yeah. you, but it's like if you took the frisbee and hung. A Chick Fil A sandwich off of it. That's exactly it. That's exactly. Yep. It. Oh my god. <laughs> That's. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Christian. I also get it had, now. Christian also had a guy on his card that like screamed <laughs> the entire time. Apparently, like I don't when think he I, stuff, I don't think like, I was close enough to like realize that that's what was going on. Especially in the second round because we were a little ways apart. But yeah, I, we got done with the first round and we're sitting in the truck. And I'm looking to see like how I did, how he did. And we're looking to see like what, who we're with, what hole we're teeing off on at the next tee time and stuff. And uh, he keeps telling me about this guy on his car. His name was Kyle, right? I think if, if was, it wasn't, I'm, it might as well have been. I'm pretty sure his name was Kyle. And so no offense to anyone. He's Kyle. like, dude, this guy, Kyle kept like screaming the entire round and he was like cussing and like just super mad that he's like missing putts and was not that guy from the other day when we <laughs> No, that guy that was guy? that guy was really mad. Holy oh, crap! Yeah, it, was, it was like that, but it was the same idea, but, right? I mean, Barely missing of, it, and then just—it was just very intense. I wouldn't yeah. say it was direct anger. It was not. It was just anger. like he was just very—he uh, was very intense about, to have finished like twenty third out of thirty six. Yeah, he, he was very passionate. And Maybe so, he should have been like you know <laughs> way higher. That's why he was mad. <laughs> just being in his card, where I was the exact opposite. Like I could not care. Right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all together is really funny. That yeah, idea. This is, this is a really strange man card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, dude, it's it's disc golf, uh, right? In an amateur tournament, uh, right? It's okay. But he was very passionate, so I give him that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, 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 so we're I sitting here like the when yeah. Wolverine like comes out of the water for then goes yeah like that's what I picture every time he like barely misses it yeah so we're sitting in the truck. And I'm like looking and I'm like, okay, I'm teeing off on t- hole 14. And Christian's like, where am I at? And I was like, uh, hole 19 again. Cause he teed off on 19 the first round. And he's like, cool. Oh, I'm not with Kyle. And I looked and I'm like, yep, you're with him. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. He was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so. Good old Kyle. Good old Kyle. Yeah. But. It was fun. I had a good time. That's good. I'm, that's yeah, good. I'm playing another one in uh, that's an A tier. So there's different tiers of disc uh, golf tournaments. Yeah. So like what we played in was a C tier, and they get more expensive as you go up. You play more rounds as you move up through the ranks too. Um, so I mean, like C tiers, we played two rounds in one day. A lot of times they're only one round even. Um, and then like I played in a B tier, and it's like three rounds. And I'm playing in an A tier in Tyler at the end of March, I think. And mm-hmm. it's like three or four rounds over 
four different days or something. Eventually, so. it gets more serious. In yeah, a sense, right? dude, it gets a lot yeah. more serious. Like once you get to an A tier, especially if you're on like a pro card, um, you have to wear like polo tucked in, some like kind of full. shorts, belt. You gotta you gotta look like you're you're there. Uh, you mean business? Um, so yeah, I'm playing in A tier, which I'm not on the pro card or anything, right? Yet. That's yeah, my exactly. goal someday yeah. to be in the That'd be cool. in the open division. Um, I mean, I may have absolutely no shot of contending, especially at that one because it's actually a national tour event this year. So there's going to be lots of big Other name people, people there. Like, yeah, and it's kind of yeah. interesting because they scheduled it um, where we are actually finishing. We start and finish a day earlier than the pro guys. So like Sunday, I'll be able to go up and like watch them play in their final oh, round, right, which is really cool. You won't be yeah, because we, we'll, we'll be done. Yeah. Uh, which I'm excited about because I was like, man, like all these right, big name guys there, like Paul McBeth and like all these big name guys that I watched like week in and week out on Jomez or live coverage or whatever. Um, I'm like, they're all going to be here and I'm not even going to get to watch them play because <laughs> I'm going to be playing at the same time. But I, then I was looking at it and I was like, wait, no, they're not even on the same day. Uh, so that's that's pretty yeah. cool. I was excited about that. But I was doing the C tier. To try to get ready for that because I just oh, yeah. need some tournament experience. Because, I mean, you step up on the first tee and you're like, you're a little nervous. Right, and you're like, you're this, like is, Dude, this is if it I throw, we're, uh, we're If I it. throw a bad shot on this first hole, one, that sets the tone for my entire round, which, I mean, it really, number two, it really doesn't, but that's how you feel play. about it. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't, but that's how you feel about it. Because, yeah, I mean, brain, yeah. ultimately, unless you, like, on a, on, when you're playing golf, like if you hit a bad tee shot, I mean, you could be like hundreds of yards off the fairway where you do not have a good shot. But disc golf, I mean, you only throw it so far anyway. And if you're a little offline, there's there's a good shot, like a good chance that you'll be able to recover and still make par on the hole. Um, but yeah, no, you step up and you're like, all right, here we go. There's no redos or anything. So... But I threw a good shot, so that set the tone for my first round, I guess, until I checked the score. <laughs> right, that's your, right, now you know. Don't, uh... Well, I wasn't, I, I was like, I'm going to regret doing this. But, As you were doing it, yeah. you knew. Because, I, I mean, I, I was shooting even par, and I, I mean, we were playing in the rec division, but I was like, surely there's a bunch of guys ahead of me. Like, I'm not, I, I've, lo- I've left enough shots on the course this round, because I could have easily been like, four under at that point um but i just couldn't make any putts and so at that point i was like surely i'm not playing well enough to even be close like i thought i'd be in like 10th um and so i like opened it up and the first thing i see is my name and i'm like oh frick i'm in third place so i scrolled down to see where christian is Mm because we've been kind of texting during back and forth during the round to like kind of figure out where where we were sitting and uh i was like oh I'm in third. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like just teed off too. And I had like, there's a mandatory on that hole. And it was like one that everybody was missing and I made it. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And then literally I was go. close to the, I was close enough to the basket that all I had to, I could have made the putt um, for one thing. But even if I had just like tossed it under the yeah. basket and dropped it in for par and moved on, uh, I would have been fine. But no, I go for it and I'm like way off. And then I miss like a short 10 foot putt. And I'm like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I freaking bogeyed like one of the hardest holes on the yeah. course because I checked the scorecard right before I teed off. 
Mm, but whatever. It was fun. I had a good time. I tied fifth somehow, which I already, I set some goals and yeah. I already met one of them, which was to finish top 10 in a disc golf tournament Heck this yeah. year. So yeah, that's, that's exciting. Good. Now I got to set another goal on top of that so right. I can have something to work for. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. I was glad Christian went with me. That made it a lot more fun than me just going by myself. Uh-huh. Were you going to say something? You literally picked up the mic to say something <laughs> inside it back down. It was about Chick-fil-A. Probably. Was, yeah, it was in the end. It was really good. <laughs> Whatever. It was also less muddy than the last time we went. It was nice. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was still a little muddy, but that course just like floods really bad. Yeah, and then after we finished and all these guys are like, well, you want to play another round? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and you're like, dude, I love this too, but like, what is wrong with you? I was like, dude, I, if I play another round, I am literally not going to be able to walk tomorrow. Which I probably no, wouldn't have been able to walk, but I mean, you're talking about 63 holes in a day. That's freaking crazy. Oh, <laughs> Even if you love the Christian, it, it's like, we just, oh he was like, God. dude, why couldn't one of these rounds been at pecan? Cause it's like real flat out there. It's also really short. And, uh, I was like, I mean, we can go play. I'm good to go play another round at pecan. He was like, dude, no, no, <laughs> no more. Oh man. It really, like if we had played on a, a flatter course, it would not have been that bad, but yeah. literally it was like hiking basically. Oh my gosh, dude. There, are whole, there were holes where you throw down a hill. And then to get to the next tee box, you have to walk back up the hill. And I'm like, yeah. this is the stu. And it just like the way it plays, there's like four or five holes in a row where you literally walk up a hill, down a hill, up a hill, down a hill, up a hill, down a hill. And you're like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Who designed yeah. this? Like, why not throw parallel to the hill instead of throwing up and down it? Right. Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it was fun. We had a good time. And, uh, I think that's going to do it. I don't know. I don't have anything else for tonight. Me neither. I just had that no. short little disc golf tournament story. So Very nice. Very nice. Oh, frick. I almost forgot. There is one more story because you said very nice. All right. Uh, so Jordan Spieth on Saturday, while we're out there, he shoots a 10 under par round. And on, I think it was hole 17. He made like a, like a 50 foot birdie putt or something insane. And he, he's pointing at these guys that have been like crazy rowdy. And I see an article this morning that's like J- Jordan Spieth points at Borat after his like big birdie putt. And this what? guy dressed up as Borat in the crowd and he's like getting arrested <laughs> as Jordan is making this putt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He like broke his chair. I don't know what he did, but the, like the chair broke and he's like standing up and they're like trying to egg him on to jump into the pond that's by this green and he's getting arrested like while Jordan is making this 50 foot putt. And then one of the other guys that's with him is trying to putt for birdie as well. And it's like in the middle of this guy getting arrested. <laughs> Jordan was like, yeah, I told him I'm sorry that I stirred all this up. How? But I was like, are you, how did, you how did y'all miss that? 
We were in the middle of playing disc golf, man. Yeah, but your senses should have been tingling that <laughs> our Borat that senses. he's near. <laughs> he was not near to us, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's fun. but that's what? Yeah, he got arrested. Some dude dressed up as Borat got arrested at a PGA Tour tournament. Not unlike uh, the uh, the streaker at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I heard the story behind that. So that guy bet fifty thousand dollars on someone streaking at the Super Bowl. And, Wait, and no one had been streaking, and so his friend created diversion, and so this guy ran onto the field, so that he would win the bet with plus seven fifty odds or whatever, and he won three hundred seventy five thousand dollars by streaking himself. And it, is that legal? I will make it legal. I, I feel like that's so. manipulating the system a little bit there. That was the supposed story. I mean, that would that speaking. would probably. I mean, wouldn't that guy most, is never going to be able to go back. To make bets, be like, I wouldn't accept that because you did it. Probably. I, I mean, I feel like that would what would happen, but because to me, you could be like, all right, I'm going to bet that you will or won't successfully streak across the field, and then you'd be like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Then you'd be willing to bet on it. But, you know, just, but I wonder how much. I mean, I know you would never be able to go back to a Super Bowl ever again. No, so he's got, you'd have to pay fines after being. Well, I know, but how, how much of that would be your fine? Uh, streaking and being was, arrested, probably trespassing. Yeah, they said he, he faced up to like a thousand dollars in fines. A thousand dollars for streaking uh, at the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I figured it would be way more. He than probably that. has a lifetime ban from games, but I wouldn't really care that much. No, it would be worth it. It would be worth it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like you'd have to make a lot more than three seventy five. Yeah, maybe for that. But also, you need bragging like a, at rights. least a million, right? Bragging rights? <laughs> Who are you gonna brag to? I don't know. People at bars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I streak. We never have Super to pay Bowl. for a drink again. <laughs> like, look, dude, this no is me. No one would recognize yeah. you. That's what. Then you'd have to be weird about it, and you'd have to show people your like half naked body and be like, "See, look, this is me. See, look, this is a video. Here, look." And you have to like pull down your pants and show your like weird yeah. unitard thing you're That's wearing. That's probably where this originated. Like the guy was at a bar during the <laughs> game. He's like, you think anyone's going to streak this year? The guy was like, I bet you $50,000. No. And then and so he's the like, guy's like, all right, let's execute the plan. <laughs> the guy's getting so worried. And he's like, hey, listen, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. That, a movie. That needs to be like an uncut Jim <laughs> Stahl movie where it starts with him making the bet and it's like, haha, that's funny. And then the more he thinks about it and sits with it, he's sitting in his room in the dark alone, just sweating. Like, is someone going, like how? And then, and then the guy he, made he eventually the bet decides with, he has to do it. Yeah, the guy he made the bet with at the bar sees him run across the screen and he's like, no effing way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. And then he says, I remember everything about my father. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. We're at Question at Hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all those links as well as the link to our Discord and Reddit pages at thequestionathand.com. Make sure to call us March 2nd, 7 to 9 p.m. Tell us your weird dreams. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. It wasn't me.